it's many years ago, and there is this young woman who enters the instruction room at an Imperial Aero Club. There are around 30 men sitting around the table, and all the heads turn to her. She's not only the youngest, but the only woman. That young woman is me. It's mid-August at Porcelainshaven, and though the summer has drawn to a close, the clouds have vanished, leaving behind an ocean blue sky. The whole day has been quiet and peaceful in the old porcelain factory which houses the Blue MBA program. But that is soon about to change. From a distance, the sound of high-pitched notes and staccato drum rolls are drawing closer. Before long, it becomes clear. It's a bagpipe band. A proper 11-man big bagpipe band with members wearing tartan kilts, highland socks and uniform jackets. They're marching in time, one by one, in a long line. And after the band come the main attraction of this whole scenario the blue MBA graduates. They're all clad in black and blue capes with graduation caps. No expense spared. By far the majority of the parade is men. However, in front of the long row of graduates walks the captain and commander of the whole show. The Persian-born and Swedish-based head of the prestigious blue MBA program at CBS. She has studied at California State University in Sacramento and the International Business School in Jönköping, Sweden, before coming to CBS. She has licenses to travel on land, at sea and in the air. And though she has achieved more than most people in her career life, she always sets new goals for herself to attain. Because, just as she says about the shipping industry, her career is like a river. Always moving. My name is Casper Christensen, and this is a CBS Wire podcast series named Outside the Box. It's a series where I visit some of the most interesting and colorful people at CBS who, with their lively personalities and stories, contribute to making the university a great and diverse place to be. And now, all aboard, it's time to pass the helm to the maritime queen of the Blue MBA. Here's Irene Roseberg. consider myself a very goal-oriented person. I see opportunities in challenging the status quo. I'm very much a yes-we-can kind of person. And I've always believed if there's a will, there's a way. So I'm a doer and not much of a talker. Mm. And what would you say drives you? I think what drives me actually is the passion for the work that I'm doing. It's the freedom of Uh, for trying innovative notions. It's absolute joy of providing the skill sets to my participants. I just love it. It's these incredible people who in turn positively impact an industry who helps making the world a much better place. So that is actually the main driving force between what I do. That actually gives me joy to get up in the morning and come to work. Mm. And are there anything that can drain your level of motivation? 
Well, of course, there are some things that, you know, even though you have high tolerance for these sort of things, but uh, what drains me actually is negative attitudes, is ignorance. It's the notion of giving up. I just don't like that. What is it about the shipping that fascinates you, would you say? I think that if more people knew what shipping is all about, that fascination would have grown. You know, this is an industry that many people are not quite realizing how important this industry is in our daily life. You know, I've always said that if it was not for this industry, half of the people would starve to death and the other half would freeze to death. That is how important this industry is in our daily life. And an industry which has been the driving force behind globalization. So that that is actually what is uh, what fascinates me. I mean, it's so international, it's so global, and what it does, what it brings to the daily life, is so very important, hmm. vital to everyday's life. So it's not like you have a close connection to the sea or anything like that. Well, I must admit that I'm actually a romantic at heart. Mm. And for me, ocean has always been inspiring. It brings joy. It's so beautiful. It's so mysterious. It's so powerful. And yet it's so free. I think that Vincent van Gogh, the famous Dutch artist, said something long time ago, of course. And I'm paraphrasing. I really believe in that. And he said, uh, there is a bit of ocean in all of us in all of our hearts. We have our storms, we have our tides, and in our depth, we can always find our pearls. Mm. And that's really beautifully said. So yes, I love the ocean. I think it was not a single event that did this, but I've always been involved in educating the senior management within the shipping industry. And during my entire professional life, that has been the focus. Mm. But when you look at the shipping industry, I think it's global nature which makes it so unique. And I love that, you know. The, the, it brings the world together. There is no borders. There is no hindrance. What is even more fascinating about this industry is the nature of people working in this industry, mm. the kind of camaraderies that people have, the friendships, the connections, the extra mile you go to help each other, and the, the way people are willing to really contribute. And these are, these are the things that, which makes this industry very unique. And I don't think that's uh, the feeling that we are all in the same boat. And we have all to, to try our best to uh, make the best of it. I don't think you find this in any other industry. I don't think so. Mm. And this is what is really so very unique and special about this industry. You are a member of a family, mm. a global family. I'm curious to know what initially sparked your interest in the world of academia. Yes, all the good things we said about the shipping industry, of course, it has its challenges as well. So one of the challenges that this industry has is that it is a very conservative industry. It needs to be modernized a little bit. 
A lot of people who are working in this industry are former practitioners. A lot of times they are former seafarers, master mariners, chief engineers. And of course, these people have a great know-how. I have a lot of respect for the, for the seafarers. They are the backbone of this industry. But when it comes to the management positions, when it comes to the sure job that they have, it was realized that really they need to have other skill sets. If you want to be successful in a global industry, then you have to have other skill sets than the, that is fantastic that you have the practical Mm know-how. But it's also important to know, for example, how to do uh, risk assessment, how to do investment analysis, how to set strategy and implement it. So these are the skill sets that our people in the, the industry needed. Mm. And then of course, when the need, uh, what the industry needed was clear, I had this vision and there was a need for, for this industry to move forward with some other skill sets, add to the skill set that people had. Mm. So when I was offered this job, I thought this was a golden opportunity there's a need, there's a potential, there is a way to create something which is fantastically uh, important for this industry. And mm-hmm. this, was, uh, this was done. And of course, um, uh, it, has been a, it has been a great success because of course the combination of the um, theoretical uh, know-how with the practical know-how and applying it, it has been a great success. Mm. As I understand it, you've worked here at CBS for uh, 20 years uh, this year. Uh, why so long? Yeah, I mean, yes, people ask you, oh my God, 20 years. Yes, 20 years is a long time if you do 20 times one year. But it has not been 20 times one year. It ha- every year, I, I, I must say, even every month and week is different from the previous one. Mm. There is so much innovation. There is still so much excitement in what we are doing. So it's not a repetitive work that we are doing. I always say that working for this program is so different from anything else I've done before. Um, and comparing it with other things that I see people do, you can, of course, always sit live in a pond and just be around that pond and just at the, at the end you rot there, you know? Yeah. Or you can sail on a river, which is running all the time and go with that, experience new scenarios, experience new adventures, experience new uh, venues, and then hopefully one day end up in an ocean. Working with this program for me, it has been running along that river. So I've been looking at this uh, statue by the window, um, and it's a very beautiful statue. It has a, a big container ship on it. Can you tell me the story behind the, the statue? Uh, yes, it's uh, it's called Den Maritime Priest 2011. This is the prize which was given to the program in 2011, 10 years after the inception of the program. It was a sign of appreciation of the industry for the impact we have made uh, and the service we are giving to the industry, which is uh, which is uh, the greatest honor, you know, to have this. Mm. So uh, very, we are very, very proud of it. Yeah. You sound very passionate about your job. Um, does this job give you anything on a personal level? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love it. I mean, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it, as you said, for 20 years. It has been a, it's a passion. It's not a job. It's something that I, I, I love to do. Mm. So on a personal level, I mean, the rewards that I have got is that to realize that what we do is ma- matters. That's, that's reward enough. Mm. To realize that we have an impact, it, we make a difference. To see that our graduates are occupying very senior positions within the different segments of this industry, and they do that because they have been given the skill sets that we have provided to them. Mm-hmm. That is, of course, rewarding. I think these incredible professionals, our graduates, our participants, you know, they are changing the industry. They are modernizing this industry. And this is giving you a lot of energy and pride. Mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the best things I ever heard during my 20 years of working with this uh, program is that one of my students came to me once, once he had graduated. He said to me that this program was the best career move I made. I mean, if you're, if you're looking for a better reward, you must look really very hard. Mm. This is the best thing, you know. Yeah. So yes, of course. Yeah. That is personal. That is, you see that what you're doing really makes a difference. Yeah. In an interview uh, you gave to us at uh, CBS Wire earlier this year, you told us that the shipping industry is a male-dominated industry. How has it been to be a successful businesswoman as you uh, within such industry? Penetrating the male-dominated environment is not such an extraordinary thing that people believe it is, provided you have the right skill sets and you you have what it takes to do the job that you want to do. So to be a successful woman in the male-dominated uh, industry, you need to have the skills you need for the job. The idea that you will be taken into a game just because you are a woman, because of your gender, because somebody wants to tick a box somewhere and satisfy some sort of a statistics, is not going to work in the long run. You are going to flop at the end. Mm. I'm not saying it's easy, but what I'm saying is that if you prove that you are the best candidate for the job, if you have the necessary skills, you're not just a quota woman. You've got it. Once you do that, the respect and support is immense. I have received tremendous support from my male colleagues who consider me as equal because they're aware of my capabilities and skills. So, yeah, all I'm saying is that it's not difficult to get into a man's world. You just have to have the skill sets. We uh, once interviewed the Blue MBA graduate, uh, Thomas Damsko, who called you a can-do, no-bullshit-get-things-done and <laughs> gentle kind of person. Um, that's some some very sweet and kind words. Uh, do you agree to that? And how do you think that manifests? <laughs> I, I think that if, if anybody knows me uh, <laughs> and is familiar with the, my, my work attitude, 
it would be our graduates and participants because we are so much in contact. We are so much connected. We work so closely together. And of course, they know that I see possibilities in mm. obstacles. I think it's a lot of fun when something happens, some obstacle happens. How can we, how can we overcome this? You know, I see, uh, I see challenges as a way to grow mm. and become better. So yes, Thomas knows me very well, <laughs> and I, and he knows that I'm not, I'm a doer and not a talker, and uh, I I do not mind uh, challenging the status quo. I do not mind. I actually one of the things I like to do, and I always try to do, is to eliminate the phrase "it is impossible" from my vocabulary, mm. because everything is possible if you want them. It's many years ago, and there is this young woman who enters the instruction room at an Imperial Aero Club. There are around 30 men sitting around the table, and all the heads turn to her. She's not only the youngest, but the only woman. That young woman is me. And I wanted to learn how to fly. And not only I managed to get my private pilot's license, but also I managed to get my solo flight ahead of many of the men who were in that room. That success has had a very profound impact on my life. If we take a look into the crystal ball, where and who will Irene Roseberg uh, be in, say, <laughs> 10 years from now, do you think? Oh, good God, a crystal ball. I wish I had one of those. <laughs> it would have been lovely. Well, I actually, you know, I, I've spent my entire uh, working life within the, this industry, mm. in educating this industry. So it's an industry that I'm very passionate about. I love it. And I, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, and as I said, it has never really been a job. Can you mm. imagine... You do what you love to do, and you also get a salary for that. That's not really, <laughs> not everybody is that fortunate, you know. Mm. So um, I, I hope that also in future, I keep on doing some of the things I'm doing. In some form or shape, I would like to be, yeah, connected to the work of this uh, program, perhaps, to the industry, and definitely connected to my graduates. Mm. I, I hope I hope that I don't have a crystal ball, but if anybody has, I hope uh, that it would be evident in that crystal ball. Uh, it makes me very very happy. Mm. Irene Rosberg, it has been a pleasure uh, to meet you and talk with you. Um, thank you so much. The pleasure is mine. Thank you anytime. That was everything I had for you in this episode of Outside the Box, about one of the coolest women who have penetrated the male-dominating shipping industry. The doer, the can-do, no BS, get things done, but gentle captain of the Blue MBA program, Irene Roseberg. Please tell all your colleagues, co-students and friends at CBS about our podcast. And be sure to listen again next time when you'll meet a new equally eccentric and interesting person from CBS. My name is Casper Christensen. Until next time, ahoy.